WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're keeping you on the edge of the cutting. We're keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County. That's easy for you to say. It's going to be one of those days, guys. <laughs> Leslie was an usher once. She wanted to sew someone to their sheet. <laughs> oh, as Bob mentioned, I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that, of course, is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with the wonderful Angela Rose, President and CEO of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. And happy to have Ms. Angela here. Absolutely. Lots to talk about. Um, and I'm annoyed today. So I'm going to take my annoyance minute to be annoyed. Okay. We're not, we don't Last call it the annoyance minute, mood. right? Yeah. Last we call it the courtesy <laughs> minute. Anyway, today, first of all, I, w I want to talk about, I don't dislike these people. A lot of them are my good friends. But when people post on Facebook some award they won mm -hmm. six years ago, mm -hmm. I am so humbled to have received this award. No, you're not. I mean, if you were humble, you wouldn't be bragging about it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Don't lie to us. <laughs> you're Damn, not humble at all. <laughs> so that's... The other thing is we're going to talk about um, an Arabic word. Uh, uh, some say it's a Tamil uh, roots. Uh, it's, the, the word is fakir. F-A-Q-I-R. With the accent on the second syllable. And the word means uh, someone who pretends to be a holy man um, when they're just looking for alms. And actually, we're going to ask Angela uh, some strategies on handling fakirs because it just seems like there's always a small percentage of people in public endeavors um, that are only there to give out their business card. Um, they're really not interested in lifting a finger to advance the mission of the board or the endeavor. And everybody knows them. Everybody knows who they are. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, unless we acknowledge it and talk about it and figure out ways for gently having these people not have the reins, um, I think it's good for all of us. So... There's a few things going on currently that bring that to the forefront of my mind, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Mary, if you're listening, I'll, I'll go easy. <laughs> Mary always gets worried right, when, when she uh, hears I'm annoyed. Yeah. In the first Mary. five minutes. <laughs> but whatever I say is not the opinions or beliefs of the Harford County Public Library or its here, manager. Here, or me, or Mary. <laughs> or the chamber. Okay. Okay, but let's end it nicely. The other annoyance today is people who still talk loudly on the phone in a room full of people or on a train. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I, the utter yes. self-absorption. Yes. So I have heard a little story. <clears throat> uh, sent in by a woman named Bridget S. Um, that happened to her. She saw on a train a few days ago. After tiring, after a tiring day, we all got on a train. A commuter settled down. And, um, um, I, I, this is a woman talking. I settled down in my seat and closed my eyes. As the train rolled out of the station, the guy sitting next to me pulled out his cell phone and started talking in a loud voice. Hi, sweetheart. It's Eric. I'm on the train. Yeah, I know it's the 6.30, not the 4.30, but I have a long meeting. 
No, honey, not with that blonde from the accounts office. It was with the boss. <laughs> no, sweetheart, you're the only one in my life. Yes, I'm sure. Cross my heart. I'm on the train. Fifteen minutes later, he was still talking loudly. When the young woman sitting behind him, she leaned up and whispered, uh, said into his ear while he was still on the phone, Eric, hang up and come back to bed. <laughs> um, he shot, was shocked, red-faced, shut off his phone and didn't say a single word for the rest of it. <laughs> That's a brilliant solution right there. I like right that there. strategy. Yeah, and the whole that one. train car cheered. No right. kidding. I love it when they are on speakerphone talking loud I with know. the phone right here. Because then you get to hear right. both sides of the conversation. I'm so embarrassed when I'm, like, if I'm trying to multitask uh-huh. and going through a line mm-hmm. at the grocery store or something like that. And the first thing I do is apologize mm-hmm. to whomever I'm trying to have the interaction right. with in person because I find that so rude. So these yeah. stories crack me up. They do. <laughs> and they happen. Oh, well. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Um, now it's time for a little education and trivia. Okay, we'll start Angela. with some attempts to stump Bob and Angela today. Oh, goodness. These were put together <coughs> by Megan Baker, who works in the marketing department. She is awesome, and she loves doing this. So, true or false, hiking naked is against the law in Switzerland. False. I was going to say false. It's true. Mm. Well, that's... That was set up as a trick question, that yeah, wasn't. right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. All right, I'll give an easy one. Okay. Finish the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce tagline. Our blank is your biz- success. Business. Yep. Amen. Our business is your success, which is such a great tagline. It's the truth. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 In Tennessee, is it illegal to drive if you are what? In Tennessee, it is illegal to drive if you are what? Um, is this another obvious one? Uh, not as obvious as the first one. This isn't a trick question. It's just ridiculous in, that there has to be a law about this. Inebriated. I'm sleeping. Asleep. <laughs> no way. True. <laughs> now, is that ridiculous? That there has to be a law. Well, <laughs> when you said that, I thought it has to be sleeping. Well, we'll we'll do something. We won't have time this show, but it's a list of instructions, okay, yes. and warnings on labels that they felt they had to put on, like on an iron. Do not use this while wearing the clothes. Yeah. In other yeah. words, don't iron the shirt that's on your body. Well, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but my favorite is um, the instructions in an RV. Someone, mm-hmm. I guess, was driving an RV one day and got up to make coffee and had an accident and sued the RV company because it wasn't explicitly Are you clear that he sh- can't get up and do that. Oh, my God. What? Uh, the, I mean, the, you shouldn't have an, a license. Well, in the little pack point. of peanuts they give you on the plane, there's like five peanuts. Right. It says, open package, eat. <laughs> but you know, well, probably... eat the package or eat the peanuts. Right. So we're going to need right. them to specify that right. more. It and probably stems from a ridiculous right. lawsuit. And there are still instructions on shampoo bottles. <sighs> shampoo, rinse, <sighs> repeat. And the repeat thing is only so they get to buy a new, new one earlier because you use twice as much. What a scam that shampoo industry is. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the wrong business, guys. All right. This is a multiple choice. Which among the following is not among your Miranda rights? Right to bail, right to remain silent, right to an attorney. Bail. bail. That's correct. Why do we know that? <laughs> <laughs> so, how's the weather, Bob? <laughs> but they told me. <laughs> In 1963, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his I Have a Dream speech from the steps of what Washington, D.C. location? The Lincoln Memorial. Bingo. Bingo. And we're still working on it. Yes. I'm from both ends. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, then another multiple choice. How many years could you spend in jail for cutting down a cactus in Arizona? One oh. year? 25 years, 3 years, or 12 years? 3. More? Higher. 25. Mm-hmm. 25 years. For cutting down a cactus. Mm-hmm. In Arizona. I don't know what Texas and right? New Mexico and all the other states yeah, take wow. on that is. No comment. <laughs> uh, 
I'm learning a lot this morning. I'm telling you. Okay, this is my favorite from today. We'll end with this one. In St. Louis, Missouri, it is illegal for a fireman to rescue who? A cat. It is... Um, it's a fuck here. <laughs> it should be. In Missouri. You, I didn't guess this one yesterday. It, it doesn't really have to do with Missouri. It just has to do with ridiculous legislation and laws and... I have no idea. I don't even know Criminal? what to guess. An undressed woman. So if someone's <laughs> house is burning down, they cannot take a naked woman out of there. They have to put something around her. Speaking of... Because <laughs> that's going to be what I worry about first. No, yeah. I'm sorry, ma'am. I know. I'm going to save you, but I need you to get dressed first. <laughs> I know some women that have said they will get undressed if they know a fireman's coming. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding! <laughs> You know, on a serious note, speaking of Sharia law, seven girls perished in um, um, in Saudi Arabia about eight years ago because they were at a, a school. Mm -hmm. That's news breaking in itself. Mm -hmm. That girls were allowed Absolutely. to go to school, and the firemen there was a the door was locked from the inside to prevent sure men. Mm -hmm. men mm -hmm from seeing the girls mm -hmm. in school and the firemen arrived with the girls because of their headwear or whatever Ugh. they they weren't allowed to go in wow so oh, like the school terrible. the imam wouldn't allow the firemen to come in and see the girls in this state in a school mm -hmm. uh, he he got out of course oh sh absolutely mm. absolutely you want me to do another trivia and sure. end on a funny note? This is more local. True or false? Cursing is allowed within Baltimore city limits. <laughs> is allowed by law. Is allowed mm -hmm. by law. I'm going to say false. That's correct. I, it, I know they the have way that you posed right that now. question, I assumed that yeah. it had to be ridiculous. Okay, so. the, they're, I'm sure they're enforcing that, <laughs> like sure. the spitting like a, law nothing else and the jaywalking law. <laughs> That's not really funny. Well. It's not funny, but it is funny. Okay. Um, just quick education thing. Um, um, oh, I almost read an off-color joke that I printed out for me, not for the show. Whoops. Um, Sorry, Mary. Nope, I didn't do it. Um, Naomi Parker Fraley passed away Saturday at the age of... 96 in Longview, Washington. Do you know who she is? I do. Go ahead. Rosie the Riveter. Yep. Mm -hmm. She posed for that iconic picture we all grew up mm -hmm. with and still see today. And uh, it wasn't, um, it, there was, uh, for a long time, another woman was incorrectly identified mm -hmm. as Rosie um, the Riveter. And she ended up doing um, quite a lot, you know, in her later life uh, to promote and to increase awareness. 19 million women worked in factories wow. during World War II and Ms. Fraley went to work uh, December 11th, four days after Pearl Harbor wow. in, a, in a factory that was uh, had was immediately mass producing um, uh, bombers. So, God bless you, Rosies. Yeah. I had read an article where it was very difficult for her to prove that she was actually the person in that really? photograph. That it, you know, that it took quite some time and um, that it was not easy. So, again, How did she additionally, how did she finally, do you uh, remember? I mean, it was a lot of evidence with okay. her family and record okay. recording where she was and time and just proof. Wow. And it was, it was, that was interesting. Good for her. She yeah. felt it was important mm -hmm. enough to... Pursue. Well, um, the um, what did prove it was a, a gentleman. She had mentioned. She told. I don't know when this happened. Um, oh, she attended a 2011 reunion of female war workers, 
that she, uh, that, and she told someone there that the American legend was wrong. Mm-hmm. She saw the newspaper photo of the women at the lathe that the Rosie posters believed to be based on. Um, I couldn't believe it, she told the Oakland Tribune in um, 2016. I knew it was actually me in the photo. So a gentleman from the Oakland Tribune began his search, and he found a copy of the image from a distant vintage photo dealer, uh, and the original caption had the date and location, uh, March 24th, 1942, in Alameda, which is right outside Oakland, with this line. Pretty Naomi Parker looks like she might catch her nose in the turret lathe she is operating. Wow. So that's how they found it out. Well, thanks to him for mm-hmm. taking on that project. That's important. So, amen. Okay. We'll do a little bit of news. Then we have to get to Angela. We do. Um, um, that Dr. Evil from the Olympics oh, God. Uh, was sentenced to 175 years. Not enough. Uh, 150 women. <laughs> mm-hmm. 150 women, all from ages like 11 mm-hmm. to 19. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a initiative, and I totally agree with it, that every one of the 20 members of the board of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Olympic Gymnastics mm-hmm. Committee should be fired. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me they didn't know that was going on. It's like everybody at Penn State should have been fired. Mm-hmm. Everybody that worked for Harvey Weinstein, Miramar, mm-hmm. yep. um, all the bishops in the Catholic Church, <laughs> but let's stop there. <laughs> You know what I heard today on the news about that? That a woman reported him 20 years ago. I guess it's going to be on 2020 tonight, and they have a group of, like, 25 women who testified. And if they would have listened to that woman 20 years ago, nobody in that room would be there talking about it. It wow. affected that whole generation. And the the Olympics gymnastics, U.S. gymnastics, mm-hmm. told Kayla Maroney, that mm-hmm. she signed a, yeah. a, um, a non-disclosure, a non-disclosure mm-hmm. and that if she spoke about it, this was as recently as a month ago, yeah. that she would be fined $100,000. So mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen mm-hmm. uh, tweeted out, I'll pay your 100000 Kayla. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then it right. went viral and it embarrassed the mm-hmm. U.S. Good. This they Olympics committee, Just, and they said she won't pay her fine. Oh, that, 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 yeah. that's great for you. Right. Thank right. you for your beneficence. Right. Right. Okay. And the other thing, you know, and this is normal. I just want to, you know, I don't always agree with our attorney general in the state, uh, and and this wasn't him, but our the top U.S. prosecutor for Maryland, um, Steve Shenning. Um, in reaction to the order from the federal government to start to targeting medical marijuana growers um, because it's a state, the state approved it, but Shenning mm-hmm. right. said we're not going to do it. Our priorities are national security, mm-hmm. violent crime, the opioid crisis, and public corruption. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was worth watching. And we're going to do the United Way uh, in the, during Over the Edge. Okay. That's great. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come <clears> back, <throat> we'll be talking with Angela Rose, President and CEO of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce. County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members aged 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Hartford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MakerBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MakerBot and PrinterBot, professional green screen with studio light box, and both Apple and Windows computers. All to help create your electronic video, audio, publishing, and 3D design projects. 
For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Okay, welcome back everyone. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and that is Bob Mumby. And this is the Hartford Edge. We're so delighted today to have Angela Rose, President and CEO of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, in the studio with us. Angela has been the President and CEO of Hartford County Chamber of Commerce for almost two years. She and her team work with, work with businesses to strengthen the community, community through policy advocacy, membership development, and services strategic planning, as well as financial management and business development. You Come on, guys Leslie. do a lot. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. We, 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 we know you can do it. <laughs> Leslie, sometimes in the morning. Every once in a while. And I started giving her the full bios, <laughs> just, it, just cause I'm a, I enjoy I'm a it. troublemaker. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, cause I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it. So. Angela has an extensive <clears throat> background in strategic planning, operations management, consultation, and administration, in addition to a degree in business administration and marketing from the University of Baltimore. Angela certainly made a positive impact on Hartford County Chamber when she was uh, in the role of Director of Membership and Operations. In that role, her accomplishments include the implementation of effective guidelines and policies and procedures, establishment of an internship program, and this is just the feather in your cap, the organization and execution of the state record-breaking membership recruitment event that resulted in over 200 new members and established the Hartford County Chamber as the largest chamber in the greater Baltimore region. Welcome, Angela, and thank you so much for coming in. Good morning. Thank Good you for morning. having me. I'm going to need you to um, call me and give okay. me that pep talk I every will. morning. You I make me sound like a rock will. star, so thank you. You are a rock star. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we're, we're going embar- to embarrass you some more. Give us some more embarrassment. Um, you took this job. You know, now you've had it for two years. You, you showed everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you. You did. Thank you. Um, not everyone was like, oh, this is great. I know because you're a girl or maybe you're not in. Cut my teeth long enough. In the business something. community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you've spent more time doing your job than promoting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't a fakir. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I think it's great. And uh, you took the job, and the, I know what the first thing you did is you, you assessed what the mission and the objectives are of a of a chamber of commerce Correct. that hadn't been done a lot in the no you know prior to that, from my memory. You listened, um, put yourself in the place of the customer. In this case, it's business community, mm-hmm. and by extension, the whole community. And, um, you know, it took it being executed, being constructive, tough, serious, um, and just hats off, and we're all better for it. Thank you. Absolutely. That means so much. Thank you. That is, um, you want uh, Bob to call I'm you gonna, now? Yes. I'm <laughs> well, blushing. Good. It takes a lot to make me blush, so thank you. <laughs> and, and thanks her to, to members, you know, because I think the board and the executive committee around you has really... Brought the game up a notch as yes. well. It... We have been extremely blessed at the chamber, and that we is the collective unit, the members, the team, because mm-hmm. um, less fakirs than ever. Right, mm-hmm. and the past two years, you know, in my in the role as president and CEO, it has been nothing but support, which is incredible. Um, the chairs have been amazing. The executive committee, the board, the members, whether it's the good, the bad, the mm-hmm. ugly, have been mm-hmm. very honest. And mm-hmm. that's what we need. I don't want to hear the, the, the rainbows and sunshine right. and lollipops. We need right. what is happening. Right. Because if we are um, straying from the lane a little bit, we need to be, we need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, it might might not be where we're on the same page, but we have a mutual understanding as the why. Exactly. So it, it's been... I can't believe it's been almost two I know, years. I don't know, I know where the time has gone. It's been great. Um, and and uh, so and it's great, and we want to hear all about it. Um, uh, one of the things you've you put in place um, is 
an actual advocacy yes. effort on legislative issues. Yes. Um, it's funny because Leslie does all the, uh, this prep work and, and on talking points, and not just talking points, but what we want, we're going to discuss and issues that are important. So, and it's a lot of times I jump right to my, you know, uh, <laughs> what's I'm curious about. <laughs> I'm realizing. <laughs> so legislation. Great job because that wasn't really done, and I know it. Um, tell about some of the legislation. Sure. So um, I'm going to take a step back, if you don't mind, and just, you know, exactly what you said. When, when we reevaluated and, and looked at ourselves as a chamber, we read our mission to be the premier business advocate. I mean, that's right there in our mission. So um, between that and going to the support extends throughout the country. We, there are organizations specific to chambers, so chamber execs have their own committee and group that they can use as a sounding board. Mm -hmm. the, the theme across the country is that it really, a chamber of commerce is the business advocate. So having that um, as what we do, it was just evaluating how we do that at the mm -hmm. local level for the Hartford County Chamber. And it's looking at issues locally with mm -hmm. Harford County legislation, the Maryland state, mm -hmm. uh, that has kept us very, very busy with what's been happening the past couple of years at the state level and now at the federal level mm -hmm. as well. So uh, being inundated, we, we know that our members, especially because our demographic is so much of small business and yes. owner operators, wearing many different hats, you have so many things coming at you at a mm -hmm. mile a minute, you can't really dive in. And so with the advocacy of things that are going to affect businesses from small to large, that that was a great opportunity and an area for us to communicate and provide that information mm -hmm. or be that voice, Interpret be, it that, for them. be that advocate so that they know what is going on. Mm -hmm. um, last year in was the hot the hot topic was mandatory paid leave house mm -hmm. bill one and the harford county chamber took the position that it was a bad bill not that we were against paid leave for employees uh what we which we have been criticized for mm -hmm. it that is not it at all it was the way the bill was written it's now going to be it, the governor hogan it passed last year governor hogan vetoed it while the veto was just overturned um the beginning of january mm -hmm. and now now it's businesses are scratching their heads saying, how are we going to to handle this? How are mm -hmm. we going to physically handle all the record keeping and financially mm -hmm. pay for this? And, and if, you've, if you're a business, the larger businesses that have multiple locations, right. you, you're now handcuffed by different <clears throat> sets of rules throughout for even the locations. state and, and throughout <clears throat> the country. So... Um, you know, that was one of the, the big topics that we took up last year and in trying to educate our members as to what this bill meant. Again, not against paid leave for employees, but what this bill was going to do to their business and how the government was trying to mandate policies that typically a business would outline. And it ends up being the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Because it has this mandate, but so many people that really benefit from paid leave... In, in a lot of situations, aren't covered by it. And it, it's passed under this mantle of, you know, we're the, we're the uh, compassionate ones. Mm -hmm. And the, the other businesses are evil. Um, exactly. But in fact, mm -hmm. so it puts this huge burden on businesses. Probably people will lose their jobs because budget is a budget. Mm -hmm. You know, top line and bottom line, it's a real, it's a fact of life. It's not so, these evil profit seeker. It's someone who probably works 80 hours a week. Yep, a lot of it's exactly. people work 80 hours a week. Right. Um, and taking half salary so they can, yeah. right. you know. So uh, thank you for that because mm -hmm. it could have been written um, a lot more pragmatically and fairly. And uh, uh, of our 11 members of our delegation... Was this um, including the Senate and the House? Mm -hmm. uh, they voted um, in opposition of the bill, except for um, one member. That's a delegate Lasanti, District Thirty Four A. Correct. Okay. Um, uh, what other uh, legislation? 
Um, upcoming, we are taking a look at what's happening with the fight for 15, so increasing the minimum wage. And minimum wage increase last July, and there's another step up that's happening July 1, uh, 2018. But the what has um, come about is a $15 minimum wage. And again, that's looking at the impact of what that's going to do to business, as well as uh restrictive scheduling. Mm -hmm. The government, uh, there's being bills being introduced. These are ones that were introduced last year that are coming back um, where they want uh, people's schedules to be um, determined weeks in advance. And if that schedule changes, then it's a responsibility of the employer to compensate the employee. So, um, oh, wow. you I know, there's that. so many questions with that. Of, <clears throat> is our restaurants going to be, say, you know, how yeah. do restaurants handle that with when they, uh, servers or people usually self, um, govern what their schedules mm -hmm. are if they need to change shifts or mm -hmm. if you know if now with paid leave if someone calls out you're you're mm -hmm. paying the employee that has called out and having to find someone else but if that's affecting their schedule then they're getting a, an additional pay right so really we're at that point of just trying to have communications with the elected officials and the lawmakers as to what this really looks like, because oftentimes um, the lawmakers don't have that uh, panoramic view of what the impact is going to be and, and what it really means. On a very surface level, um, an increased minimum wage great for employees. Yes, mm -hmm. everyone wants to make more money, but let's sit down and really think about, okay, so if we're increasing minimum wage and the bare minimum is a $15 job, but you have someone who's working, who's being paid $15 now, and they're maybe in a supervisory role, right. okay, so now they want to right. be paid more right? because they have mm -hmm. more responsibility. Mm -hmm. So again, at the, you said, we talked about it earlier. A budget is a budget, and there's mm -hmm. only so much money to go around, mm -hmm. and the direct effect is the employer is going to have to make some changes, and the indirect effect is all of the, the ripples that are caused mm -hmm. by that, mm -hmm. hiring, firing, um, shorter schedules, you know, mm -hmm. less hours. Sure. So it, it's not only have, trying to have that communication with the elected officials and the people that are trying to pass this legislation, but also educating our members what that impact is going to mm -hmm. be because sometimes small business with mandatory paid leave it's for employers or employers with 15 or more employees there is a stipulation in there if you have under 14 employees you still have to offer um, time <coughs> off it's just not paid but again look at look at what that's going to do mm -hmm. if now you have a business who is being forced to offer paid time off and they fund nonprofits. They mm -hmm. do things. That money has to come from somewhere. Right. So it's an it's a economic issue that isn't just in the silo. Yeah. It really affects. It, it does. It, it, it has the ripple effects are incredible. And I think it will make people not want to open a business. Uh -huh. Like, why would you want to open a business if you're like? And it's so tough because Maryland's made such Amen. great strides in the past I few agree. years. Mm -hmm. We have so many wonderful um, business opportunities here, cyber, mm -hmm. um, you know, biotech, all mm -hmm. of these wonderful things that are happening in our state. And we have to we have to play the game of what's going to attract them here when they are looking at mm -hmm. um, doing business in our state. Mm -hmm. And the costs. Of, of the regulation and the taxation mm -hmm. it's just it shouldn't be a philosophical issue it should be a practical issue um plain and simple uh look at seattle the results in seattle to this uh minimum wage minimum, increase yes. has been really so detrimental to the employment uh base yes. as a whole well, and that's what that's that's the big question mark. And Seattle seems to be the hub of the experiment. They've mm -hmm. done fifteen dollar minimum wage. Um, I saw the other day that Amazon came out with a um, a store where you mm -hmm. it's basically done through your app. Now they mm -hmm. have employees that are making the food, and if you're purchasing alcohol, um, there's someone to check your ID and verify mm -hmm. that you're old enough to purchase the alcohol, mm -hmm. but there's no need for cashiers. Yeah. There's, you know, there's no need for that customer 
interaction yep. with with someone unless it's a necessity and we see that with the automated tellers at you know the at Wawa mm -hmm. and different places like that you're not giving your order to someone mm -hmm. um for a sandwich you're you're typing it, it into in. a yep. kiosk yep. so um there there's that fine line of of what makes sense and what the government needs to regulate there mm -hmm. in the business community. Where's mm -hmm. free enterprise? Mm -hmm. Harford has it. What yes. does Harford have? So Harford has it is a, a joint initiative between the Harford County Chamber of Commerce and the Office of Economic Development. The uh, Harford County Office Economic Office of Economic Development. Oh, we all have it. This I, we I all know. have it this morning. Um, I didn't have enough caffeine. I was that's like, my, here's some coffee. I'll share. <laughs> Amen. They commissioned the Economic Alliance of Greater Baltimore to um, perform a study where it would look at the economic impact of Harford Countyans changing their spending habits. Mm -hmm. So they picked five areas. If you purchase um, a specialty gift, so a wedding gift or mm -hmm. a baby shower gift, or you know, if you eat at a restaurant one more time a month, uh, if you purchase your gas within the county mm -hmm. if you have a professional service so looked at these facets and, and looked at what the economic impacts would be to change that spending habit because as a county we have most of our population commutes out absolutely to yep. go to work so if they are leaving and getting their gas closer to their office that's outside of the county you know we're not feeling the the benefits mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. so just it's an awareness i think more than anything an awareness campaign for Har for harford countyans to really buy in harford county when you when you're purchasing something make sure that you're thinking can i get that in harford county and you know we all mm -hmm. know harford county is so rich with what we have to offer that if you need it you can find it in harford county mm -hmm. it, it, it it it's here mm -hmm. and it that's really that that message of buy in harford county and that's the 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 tagline is buy in bel-air buy in have to grace buy in edgewood no matter where you live you'll be able to to buy your need in that area mm -hmm. It's a great awareness. What, how do people find more out about it? Uh, so if you go to our webpage, harfordchamber.org, you can find information. Or if you go to the Office of Economic Development's webpage, you can find more information. Um, this whole entire study that EAGB did uh, can be found there. Marketing materials. Mm -hmm. You don't have to call and say, can I use the logo? Can I use this? It is right there. Everything is downloadable uh, mm -hmm. from that webpage. And, and that's what we want. We want more buy-in from the community. It's not just one organization. The Office of Economic Development and the Chamber started this, but we really need the support of the entire community, not just businesses, <clears throat> to get behind this campaign, promote it, and help us get the word out about it. So www.harfordcountymd.gov and click on economic development and www.harfordchamber.org. Yes, sir. And why do we say, or is it just me that still says www? <laughs> uh, no comment on that I know. one. I know. It's like, why don't I say, <laughs> go to http colon forward slash forward slash. <laughs> The World Wide Web, folks. That there. Check internet. it out. Internet. <laughs> you can actually send someone a mail that doesn't have to be in paper. It's amazing. My it kids, is. you know, our our kids were were born. My my kids were born before there was email. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. Unfathomable. Mm -hmm. I had to drop one of my first college courses because it was all online and I couldn't, I had issues getting registered oh, wow. and logging in and getting in touch with my professor. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this online world all about? <laughs> it's now never going to last. Right, it's never right. going to last. <laughs> it's a fad. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> we, we had an author on a few months ago and I, you know, we got to talking about it and realized, like, Victor Hugo or Herman Melville or Marcel Proust wrote like 1,400 page books without even a typewriter. Right. By hand? I mean, no word processing, no uh, cut, find and replace. Right, right, right. No spell check. Right. So, 
kids, kids will never understand the ding. No, the I know. There's so many things. <laughs> That's right. And um, cartoons with people eating corn with the, to the typewriter yep, sound yep. and push, pushing the ear back. They think it's ridiculous. And we're oh, like, no. they're so spoiled. <laughs> they are. They um, are. Chamber annual dinner. Yes, sir. We are very excited about this. This uh, event supports what we encompass. So going back to our mission, we, you know, we advocate, we educate, and we connect. That's really what we love to do at the chamber. So the advocacy we've talked about, the education educating our members whether it be about the advocacy or different programs that may help them in their business we look to be the business resource and then the connection connecting members together or to an agency that they may find beneficial mm -hmm. um, and the annual dinner does all of that because we'll talk about what we are doing at the chamber what we've done where we're going um, the advocacy, we have Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford as mm -hmm. our guest speaker, so we're very excited. Um, he will be educating us. Mm -hmm. And then the connection, there it's a way for our members to get together and um, talk face-to-face -face and, and really have that interaction with one another and see what's happening uh, in, in each other's worlds. Mm -hmm. So that annual dinner will be February 15th. Are tickets and still available? Tickets are absolutely still available. They are seventy five dollars. No. Know. <laughs> Get mine today. Seventy five dollars. That includes dinner and beer and wine. Uh, so we're we're excited. We're very much looking forward to it. And again, you can purchase tickets by calling the chamber or going to harfordchamber.org on our events page. Um Harfordchamber.org. not say it. Um <laughs> that it is. Um, should we? Uh, I, I do want to recognize who is the executive committee. So the executive committee, <coughs> our current chair is Jay Ellenby, owner of Safe Harbors Travel Group. Our immediate Jay past is chair, not a fakir. No, Jay. Not. Like I said, we have been very, very, very blessed, fortunate, lucky, whatever word you want to use. Our immediate past chair is Paige Boyle. Boyle Buick GMC. Another Known doer. her for years, and she is. She's she's a she's a walker, not a talker, as they say. Amen. Bob the Bob Bloom from WXCY. He's fantastic, and mm -hmm. we have the one and only Mary Hassler, President and CEO of the Harford County Library. We have Lee Tayson. Guts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guts and brains. That's Absolutely. all Mary has. And, and unlimited energy. And <laughs> oh, I was going to say, unlimited energy, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Lee Tayson, he's from Liberty Mutual. And we have Jack Shamel, he owns Leading Logic. Patrice Riccardi from Freedom Federal Credit Union. Uh, I believe that's everybody. Team. I should have counted on my fingers. <laughs> Patrice, <laughs> Patrice is, not a is not a poser. No. No. And we have, um, oh, the chair-elect. Uh, chair-elect. I knew I was forgetting someone. Oh, my goodness. Debbie Williams from uh, First Mariner, soon to be Howard Excellent. Bank. Yes. Oh, good. So we're very excited about that. That is a dream Debbie's team. Debbie's been very, very yep. involved in the community for years. And, uh, you know, on that note, let's talk a little bit about uh, the elephant in the room. I may say it's another animal, but I won't. <laughs> Um, one of the things that we're all de dealing with and is the uh, the circumstances surrounding um, Ripken Stadium and Tufton mm -hmm. LLC and um, Ripken Baseball and the Ironbirds. And a, a lot of us know, and I think a lot of members of the community have come a long way in getting educated on the real facts of this and there's a lot of answers that we know there's a lot of questions that we know the answers mm -hmm. to that the people of Aberdeen do not know the answers to like that's the I guess the most constructive way I could, I mm -hmm. could say it mm -hmm. and uh, the potential uh, devastating impact on our community on our charities on our tourism on our employment on our image as a county um, that this, I'm afraid to say, maybe has already had, uh, but certainly will continue, especially if the current um, items 
um, that the city intends to go through with happens. And Mayor McGrady, City Manager Robertson, we would be happy to have you on this show um, to get your side out and transparent as possible. We have would love to talk to you about it. Um, but, uh, you know, the chamber, one of the most valuable things I think the chamber's done during your tenure is to really stand up and play a role in educating its members and the general public about what is at stake here. And by not using any kind of innuendo, not, you know, uh, just basically asking questions and providing real facts, mm -hmm. facts that were derived from the city of Aberdeen's own website in their own financial statements. So, A, we'd all like to thank the chamber for that. And the reason I thought it was because we talked about the executive committee. An executive like you cannot um, make those principal stances uh, in support of your mission unless um, you're supported by um, that inner circle and uh, those overseers who are willing um, to stand behind you. Correct, 100%. Because when you're dealing with correcting facts mm -hmm. you, you, that have previously been presented by someone, you know, it, it tends to upset people whose facts you're correcting. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it's important that you have that support. And there are certain members of our community we, 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 need, we should be thanking as well. There's others we think that should realize what's going on. And if they don't, they should undertake to realize it and get behind the effort to just make sure everybody has the same info. That's mm -hmm. all we're asking for. And we really hope, beyond hope, that this current path does not continue because um, it will be a disaster mm -hmm. and a huge embarrassment um, for all of us. Uh, so thank you, Chamber of Commerce um, and Angela for seeing this and saying, well, it's our duty to make sure we all know the same thing. Thank you. Thank well, you. That's great. That's, um, we joke in the office because we're an office of four women at Harford County. We're like the mama bear. <laughs> you are. Um, because it, we, you know, we're very proud of, of where we live and what we do. And, and it's it, it kind of hit the nail on the head, Bob. It's not always the easy thing, but it's the right thing. Right. And, um, this has been a difficult situation, and at the end of the day, the the only resolution is to find something that does better our county <clears throat> and better the community for it. So mm -hmm. it, it's it's very sad when there hasn't been a resolution that, that works for both Tufton and the city. It's not doing anyone any service or justice at this point. Um, Tufton has... They're proceeding with their 2018 season. I had that conversation with them um, the other day, and you know, it's it's now. Let's just move forward and and hope for the best mm -hmm. because we're not quite sure what's happening. There was an agreement from a group called Huntley Sports Group. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. A couple it, of weeks ago, it's not a ago. group. It's 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 an it's it's an <laughs> it's a, we can say that because there is. It's two people. Oh, wow. Um, and they have no experience in event management. They'll be the first to tell you that. Um, so that was that was a, um, <clears throat> a contract for 2018 on Ironbirds events that was proposed to the city council uh, back at the beginning of January. And then they have uh, held off voting on whether to accept that proposal or not. So, I, I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds for, for not being very eloquent in what I'm about to say, it's, it, it is. We're kind of just waiting with bated breath and, and hoping that there will be a resolution that makes sense for for everyone. Um, it has been, you know, said that this is an Aberdeen issue and that it only affects Aberdeen, but in no way, shape, or form does it only affect Aberdeen. This mm -hmm. is... This is a county issue, um, right? And mm -hmm. well, th there's been a, uh, it's a capital asset on Aberdeen's books of twelve million dollars. That's how they carry it. Um, 
The mayor and the city manager have said it has cost averaging $5 million over the past five years. They mention nothing about the revenue side. Mm-hmm. Uh, amusement and admission tax in the amusement over half and a million. Amusement admission tax, the hotel tax, mm-hmm. you know, grants that have been awarded. Mm-hmm. So, oh, close to a million uh, again, in state it's grants. Just questions, mm-hmm. and, and you said it earlier: transparency and and a level playing field of what's mm-hmm. really going on. And I would say, folks, go to the. Um, Go to the Fitch. Fitch is a rating agency. Their their statement on their rating of Aberdeen's debt. They got a double A rating. Fitch says, and they're one of the reasons for their rating is that the, the tourism tax was passed, hotel tax was passed, and this will have the effect of transferring the debt service costs for the stadium from the taxpayers of Aberdeen to the tourists. But yet the city says they they don't they don't have to use the tourism tax on the stadium. They don't they put it in the general fund. Yep. The one point seven they've they've received through the end of fiscal year seventeen, one point seven million, another seven hundred thousand this year. They don't mention that on the revenue side of that five million cost. Uh-huh. Uh we have probably uh the concession workers uh, a lot of them high school kids from Aberdeen. Uh, two third of them, a third of them haven't been hired this mm-hmm. year. Um, that was one of the saddest things for the Chamber of Commerce to see. We had our November luncheon at Ripken, and uh, our speaker, ironically, was about uh, the economy and economic development and. Um, having a conversation with Matt Slatis, the general manager of the Ironbirds. Afterwards, you know, the banquet and catering manager, it was her last day. Yeah. You know, three other people had been let go or were getting ready to leave the following week. So Mm. those are the things, that's the impact that was right there in our faces as being close to one of the last events that were being had there, you know, being hosted there, mm-hmm. proper English, um, in 2017, and to see, to have a conversation with someone who needed to get, who was very happy to come to, to Hartford County, and then had to leave to go outside of the county to continue working because mm-hmm. this right. issue occurred, right. um, it was very sad. Yeah. It's it sad when you see sad. it like that, yes. right up close. Yes. So please come on the show yeah. and explain this to us. Mr. McGrady and Mr. Robertson, we would love to have you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end um, on a happy note. For, that's that's my motto for <laughs> for Ripken Stadium and Harford County. Uh, the Bassmaster Elite Tournament Yay. is coming mm-hmm. in July. So, hi, Greg Pizzuto, shouting that out for you. <laughs> Visit Harford is, hand, is handling that. And the festival will be hosted at Ripken Stadium. So that's very... um, And the waterfront stuff is going to be hosted at Flying Point Park. Yes, Flying Point Marina. So we Uh, had our first committee meeting the other day as to logistics and who's going to be doing what and what agency is going to be helping Greg and the Visit Harford team. So that's very exciting. Again, that's that's huge for Harford County. That's ESPN national uh, coverage will pick that up. So... And hats off to our friends in Joppa Town mm-hmm. and Edge, Edgewood because mm-hmm. they are going to benefit from the waterfront activities uh, at Flying Point, mm-hmm. um, which is a beautiful thing. And um, sometimes uh, uh, people forget what great stuff we have going on uh, at Joppa Town, Edgewood. Um, yeah, that's a nice uh, spotlight on them. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, and this is huge impact, this, this bad It is. It is. Um, the planning has been happening for quite some time, and now it's oh my goodness, it's in a few months. Let's mm-hmm. let's get this. But they'll, you know, the, the Ironbirds have tied in some games with the festival and really making it a, a community event where anybody can come out, even if you don't like to fish or care about mm-hmm. bass fishing. There will be that quote unquote party festival side to it, where you could just come out and enjoy and, and see what is happening in our community. And what a feather in the cap for Harford County. Mm-hmm. And and like last year when the Ironbirds changed their name to the Aberdeen Steamed Crabs mm-hmm. for one day, mm-hmm. it it was picked up worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. 
which is, which is a, it's priceless, the, the, it uh, the awareness and uh, the name recognition. And I don't know if it's could be announced yet, but we're going to have a name change the weekend of the Bassmasters oh. of the Ironbirds. Matt, I'm wondering if I can say this. Mm, no. Now you have to take it back. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. How are you? Your phone's going to start okay, what blowing the heck? up. No, I don't know. I'm it's just gonna be, uh The team's name that weekend is going to be the Aberdeen Anglers. Neat. Oh, that's a great name. Rolls that's off fantastic. the tongue. Yes. Yes. Unless, of course, some outside group is running events and tries to stop it. <laughs> No, I, you know what? <laughs> Blackball me. Throw me out of the county. I don't care. What if, you, you will know, not be silent. I'm not perfect, but I can't watch anymore. I at least got to contribute with facts that I know. Yeah, there is, that is true. That is true. All righty. Let's, let's do some, some library events. All right. And then we'll talk about, um, we have, oh, good. We have five minutes left because, as you, usual, I started late. That's we okay. I want to talk about some upcoming events at Harford County Public Library. Um, the first on the scene is our Women's Summit, which is happening Tuesday, March 6th, from 7.30 a.m. until noon. It's at our Aberdeen branch, and it's going to be a wonderful day. Um, Debbie Phelps is going to be our keynote welcome speaker. Then we're going to have a panel of amazing Harford County talented women talking about... Um, Jody Davis from the Kelly Group is going to talk about the five uh, financial mistakes most women make. Laura Henninger from Henninger & Henninger is going to speak about um, estate planning for women. And then the Honorable Susan Hazlitt is going to talk about sexual discrimination in the workforce. Um, what it means to us today, um, how to work through that, and then... Um, Suzanne from The Daily Record, uh, the publisher of mm -hmm. The Daily Record, is going to be our closing keynote speaker and is going to talk about um, work-life balance. We're going to have great food. It's going to be a wonderful day. Um, if you'd like to buy tickets, go to hcplonline.org. Click on the um, picture of Deborah Phelps, and it'll take you right to buy the tickets. They're only $45 for an absolutely wonderful day. I will caution you, tickets are selling out quickly, so get to that um, in the next week or so. And then on the 14th of April, um, our foundation is holding our annual Romancing the Chrome. It's a partnership with the Jarrettsville Lions Club. It is a wonderful day if you're in car enthusiast. Isn't event. it a great event? It's fantastic. Um, the rain date, or snow date as it was one year, is the next week, Saturday the 21st. Um, but really, the event encompasses, we have about 250 really amazing antique specialty cars. We have uh, face painting. We have the rolling reader there from the library. We have lots of activities for families. And um, there's great food. Uh, prizes are given for the best cars um, in different classes so if you're interested in that um, it's free open to the public it's in Jarrettsville Keen Dodge um, is one of our main sponsors and uh, you know we appreciate their partnership every single year um, well is it yeah <clears throat> I yeah. wonder if they knew when they opened this in 1948 <laughs> that a billion people were gonna say well, how do you get to the library, or how do you get to the field? Mm -hmm. You go to Keene Dodge, and you <laughs> right. make a left. That's true. And right. that is exactly the directions. And they, like I said, are a wonderful partner. They help us set up. Um, they just are invaluable to us. So I encourage everyone to check that out at romancingthechrome.org. Such a great family day. It is a good mm -hmm. family day, and, and we're hoping in April it'll be sunny on the 14th or sunny on the 21st. Well, you come around the bend there, and you look, and you see this sea of yes. amazing colors and chrome and shine. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and there's such pride in ownership. Mm -hmm. Some of these people, I talked to one gentleman last year, he had had the Model T in his family. It was been passed down from generation everyone in their family had it at their wedding they all all of his kids used it, it it's just a r really mm -hmm. amazing stories they don't make them like they used to they don't <laughs> and uh, henry ford said you could have it in any color you want as long as it's black, black. <laughs> he um, was a funny guy <laughs> sometimes <laughs> um okay well uh i was at the library 
yesterday. Which uh, branch? Uh, Bel Air. Okay. Because I, I had ordered, saw a book on the website that I loved. It was a guitar book. And it was at some other branch. So I just hit some button. And I got an email a day later. Come on and pick it up. And I walked in and there it was on a shelf. You gotta and, love it. And I had 25 cents overdue fines for my five books that oh. I had returned. So I asked someone, it said I couldn't check it out. And they said, no, no, just hit continue. And then you could just, you know, mm-hmm. which I find is, you know. Absolutely. You should be, uh, happily pay it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had the books when someone else could have had them. So, um, so I just, I just can't believe it. Uh, it what the library does day in day out. I feel, I feel like there's a million people working there, so mm-hmm. that's off to the whole team. Well, they do a million things. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. the, it's such an incredible resource in our community. Um, the 3D printing, mm-hmm. you know, the lab that wins awards, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the children's centers. Yes. Oh my goodness, they're fantastic. You can't not leave there in a bad mood. Right. Like it just puts a smile on your face. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And the learning that goes on there that children really aren't even aware that they're learning to code and they're learning to, you know, build robots and all these things. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, Thank you for your kind words. It's the truth. Yeah, it's, e- library, it's easy when it's true. And a library picks a lot, you know, sometimes when another organization ain't doing their job, mm-hmm. the library just will do it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make a stink. Mm-hmm. Um, just picks it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, love the library. Uh, and not just because they sponsor this show. Speaking of uh, organizations we love, uh, Project Homeless Connect, United Way of Central Maryland. Yay. Hats off to yes. the whole yes. team. Uh, just We had them on a show last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got together 59 local organizations, 500 volunteers. Um, uh, and that's up from... 200 volunteers last year because this year they had someone assigned to every attendee um 165 patients seen by uh, dentists uh with cleanings fillings extractions over the course of the day now these are 165 people who when they walked in in the morning probably had a throbbing head yeah probably only had half their concentration because of their pain uh and they walked out uh you know First time feeling relief, probably the first yes. time in mm-hmm. for, forever. Mm-hmm. 107 eyeglasses. So these are people if they go to a job interview or want to uh, look at something resource wise, um, they can't see it. So um, 114 vision screenings. Uh, uh, the list goes on. This is just unbelievable. And this is not just homeless people. This is what. Scott, uh, you know, I would call Alice people, um, mm-hmm. limited income, employed mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Who are one pe- medical emergency yes. away from. And um, so we uh, just want to, um, Harford County Government, Harford County Community College, APG Federal Credit Union Arena, APG FCU, Harford Mutual, Healthy Harford, Jones Junction. Boy, Mary and the team and Brian, they really don't participate in anything do they nothing mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. never step up <laughs> never see them out and about <laughs> i know she has cloning she's just not telling everyone because i don't uh, know how she does it <laughs> yeah it's fantastic jordan thomas salon spa nvs mm-hmm. merle norman salon tammy and Staffy, mm-hmm. same thing never give a dime or time <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you to, uh, to you folks pat's pizza uh, wells fargo advisors um and uh, so many others, we just don't have the time. So I, I the United Way, Harford County shares office space at the chamber, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we get to see firsthand the effort um, and the dedication that goes into hosting that event, mm-hmm. and and what happens behind the scenes. And kudos because the really um, the positive stories that mm-hmm. that were heard the day and the impact and the difference they're making in people's lives is incredible. So that's one uh, hats off to the United Way team. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, we have ten seconds, so I'm going to ask you to choose your rap name. No, no, oh, we have got, suggestions. Oh, he's for got them you. already lined up for you. Um, we have Angie Velvet. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wicked Angie, a.k.a. Rhythm Mama. Oh, I like that. DJ AR Juicy. <laughs> or Easy Angie, a.k.a. Lady Chill. <laughs> oh, they're, all good. they're all I good. Use them all. Different ones on different days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll get back to you folks next week on what Angie chose and it'll right. be it'll be on her business card yes as well excellent all right guys that's all the time we have for the hartford edge today thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week thank you for having me a absolutely mm -hmm.